Hey humans, it's your girl Chocolate Thumbback, coming at you with another podcast. Hey guys, uh, I'm about to get some snacks, so hold up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, can I open this? Oh yeah, my hands will be working, so. Okay. Oh, shoot. I dropped a couple cookies out. <laughs> okay, so I'm here with my boy, D. Demariel. Guys, if you don't know Demariel, Google him. It's, Google. I'm going to be there. Not yet. <laughs> you got to find him on Instagram. So y'all know I'll be doing locals and legends. He's both. He's a local and a legend, guys. Not a legend. This is my boy. This is my friend. So we're going to just be talking, basically, about... What's it like to be black in Austin and to be black doing theater? Yeah. And he was like, you know, we should talk about uh, PWI. Yeah. And I said, what the hell is a PWI? <laughs> he said, primarily white institutions. And we both know what that's like because I'm a college graduate from ACU, at, uh, almost Christian University. <laughs> <laughs> or Abilene Christian. And he goes to TCU right now. And that's a pretty yeah. white space. That's Texas Christian? Is that what it's called? Yes. Texas Christian yes. University. Mm-hmm. So, but what I like about your theater is that, like, or your department, y'all been doing some black stuff, like, blacker than us. We, I had me, me and Jazz. Okay, that <laughs> hey, was shout it. Shout out Jazz. Shout out to Jazz. I love you, Jazz. She's gonna be on this one day. So, basically, like, we're just gonna, like, see what happens just through conversation because when nobody's recording or listening we like always are cracking up and stuff so right now we got oreos we got juice we're about to go down today <laughs> oh sorry um so tune in here we go i'm gonna stop hey if y'all ain't Hot Oreos. Ooh, Lord. Get some Oreos. He bought snacks. D always has snacks. I just know whenever we did, um, I think it was Godspell. Mm-hmm. D stay with the snacks. And I'm I'm about that snack last of time. Like, I love snacks. So, them cookies hit. Ooh. Okay, I just want to talk to you, D. Like, what, what was the last play you did? Last show I did, um, well, I was the last one I actually did because um, COVID hit yeah, and canceled okay. uh, the one I was supposed to do. And I was supposed to have done uh, the pajama game at my Ooh, school. So white. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to have done pajama game, but it got canceled like after a week of rehearsal because okay. then COVID hit. But the last show I did before that was Abyssinia, which is a Ooh. musical and it's a full black cast probably the best show I've ever been in. Um, they're trying to get it to Broadway. It's never been to Broadway, so Ooh, no. they're trying to get it there, so hopefully my journey with Abyssinia is not over yet. Um, yes. Yeah. No, okay. Speaking of Abyssinia, I've I never seen it, but I saw like photos. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I can say about TCU, is like the black theater scene there is like beautiful. Like The art that they create is like I'm like, dang, I wish that I went to that college. Almost. <laughs> nah, but no, it's because that wasn't even with uh, TCU. That oh. was with 
Lyric Stage, which is a regional theater Ooh. in Dallas. That's amazing. I've yeah. heard of Lyric Stage. That's yeah. so cool. Like, so it was with them. Um, it was a lot of fun. Got to work with some amazing people, some Broadway vets. Ooh. So it was a lot of like who? Um, one of the leads, excuse me, the leads in the show. Her name is Carol Dennis. Such a sweet lady, super talented. Nice. She was the original. Uh, she was in The Color Purple, the original. And she was oh the original, gosh. you know, this. I Sunday saw her. Yes, I yeah. saw her on Broadway. Yeah, I saw the she original sang cast. that. Oh. So she was in that, and then she was also in the original company of Big River. And she, like, sang in that show. Oh, I love that show. And she's been in pretty much almost every Abyssinian production that oh. they've had. So Ooh. it was very special. Ooh, bring it to her. Broadway. Yeah. They're really pushing for us. I'm hoping that it does. My best friend, she was Abyssinia. Did you get to She's sing a, in that? I did, yeah. He can sing. I don't know if y'all know. <laughs> he can sing, yo. Not S-I-N-G. S-A-N-G. Sang. Sang, like, for real. Like, sing so good. Like, anytime we're in Austin, and they're like, do you know a person of color? Are you can... I always <laughs> refer to D. Always. Because I'm like, that's my boy, and... People, white people in Austin love to ask you, who do you know that's black that can be in this or that? And I'm yeah, like, okay, if it's chill, like, the last thing we did was mad chill. We got a good little check. Little and it check. was like a week of rehearsal. I said, I'm calling D up. Yeah. And they picked him. I appreciate you putting me on. Yeah, because that, that's what you got to do with black people in the theater scene. Because black people in the theater scene, and I was just talking to um Jazz the other day, and she was like, you know, everybody, even in New York, is like, they do in there, um, you sign up for an audition, like, um, they send an email, and sometimes that wait list, before they press in, it's already booked. Mm. So it's like, black people, like, look out for each other, because everybody's hungry, everybody got, wants to eat. Yeah. So it's like, now that I'm in Austin, I'm like, okay, what, who do I know that can, like, get us ahead while we're still here, like, in this vicinity? Yeah. And I was gonna say, like, uh, you know what is what? How do you feel about being a black actor in this city? Like, are there parts that you play that you're like, why do I always play like these type of characters, or <laughs> I want to play this type of character and I never get the chance? Um, I think honestly, sometimes being a black actor in Austin is hard because, mm. um, especially for someone that does musical theater. Yeah. Because. There's not a lo- as much, like, musical theater here in Austin. Uh-uh. And, I mean, it's a very competitive field. And then you have to also think about... If you do um, musical theater, it's like, pajama game! Like, the right? whitest freaking yeah. musicals! And a lot of times with that, a lot of times people don't want to cast you unless it's a musical that specifically calls for black people. I was just going to ask you that. Or they want the one token. Someone already is yes. playing that role, so it's like... It's, it's hard sometimes because there's not as much work out there, but Mm-mm. I'm hoping when everything starts to open back up with the Black Lives Matter movement and mm-hmm. all the things with Broadway is racist and things getting called out, I'm starting to hope that that'll change, but it, it's Me tough too. at times. Are there theaters here in Austin that like, you usually work with that you're now like, I don't know if I'm going to go back? You don't have to say their name um, unless you want to, but... <laughs> I don't think there's necessarily a theater here that I that I'm like I don't want to go back um I don't know I haven't gotten to work as much here like I've done a few things here and there but 
I don't know, it's been kind of slow, so. Yeah, I feel that. I was yeah. thinking that too, because I, I mean, I've worked in the scene like more than I expected to, but. You always book. I know, but I think it originally, even now, it kind of goes. Like, I'm still getting booked for like Zoom plays and stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm like, dang, like a Zoom play ain't no joke. <laughs> Those are hard. Like, they are. They're just not as like easy as like reading because it's a matter of like, how do I look presentable and like present? with my script down you know you yeah. gotta look at this camera and like it's a lot of practice but there are some roles like i'm not gonna lie like or some theaters and i'm like do i want to go back to this theater when, yeah. when the times change because my eyes are open to a lot and i'm like yeah we've been conditioned like i say yes to almost anything uh-huh. even now like as an actor a black actor especially now that i cut my hair like, I'm obviously open to, like, sexuality, but, like, I'm always playing a lesbian. Mm. Always! Mm. And, like, I don't care, but I'm like, is that all that you see black women doing on stage? Just, like, being a lesbian and playing a lesbian. I don't mind that, you know? But I'm also, like... I, I feel like there are lesbians who are fire actors that they're not even picking. Yeah. I'm like, why me? Like, right. it's cool, but I'm like... Like, literally, even now, I'm reading a play, and I'm reading, I'm like... They're like, we want you to be the main character. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm reading the um, character description. Blah, blah, blah. 35. Lesbian. And I'm like, dang. Like, why do they have to put that? Like, just let her be an actor. Like, we don't even really need to know her sexuality. But I haven't read the play. So maybe it's part of it. Maybe it's important. And I don't have a problem again. I have to say it a million times. I don't have a problem <laughs> with lesbians. You know? But I'm like, just because I cut my hair doesn't mean, like, that's all that I can portray on stage like Viola Davis cut her hair and she took that wig off and makeup off on the stage (laughs) okay Viola didn't care so I just wonder about that I don't I don't hate it but I'm also like uh predictable yeah and I don't want to come off like I'm being lesbian like I don't you know what I'm saying like I don't want to play here like like fake or like oh that's not even good like I don't know so I worry about that like um that's like a, a straight man like a white man especially playing like a gay person and that's, they like do it over the top you know like yeah. too much I don't I don't want to come off that way yeah that happens a lot um, it does where straight people play queer characters and then they they see it as like an experiment almost or like this big challenge mm-hmm. but then they don't want to cast queer people as straight right, characters exactly when, <laughs> I, feel, I feel you because yeah. I, that's how I feel about this I'm like I don't hate it that's so cool I'm like I will do anything like I've been naked on stage I've done crazy stuff you know but like but still even then I'm like there are people who can deliver these lines and, or there are gay people who can play straight people like why is it yeah it's like such a they, thing it's like the standard is different straight people are always cast over yeah. queer people yeah. but they don't feel comfortable with letting a queer person play a straight person even though most yeah. queer people have had to be in the closet and live a straight life so okay they now that's, how to do that's it. real see i feel that and that's how i feel when i was reading it i was like oh like i don't want to not read this but i also feel like how effective is it that i'm playing this part like does it matter does it take away from the story that i'm doing it like i don't know I just feel that important about doing theater or like doing plays because you're telling a story of somebody and I just don't want to like dishonor it by being terrible or or whatever or like stereotypical that's like put this white girl into like a Harriet Tubman part and like black it up like you know what I mean like I don't want it to be like 
fake like that. So I worry about that all the time. Like, that's the thing about being a black actor in general, especially like in a town like Austin, where it's like black people, you can blink your eyes and that's like all the black people. <laughs> it's a small town. Yeah. And people think Austin's so diverse and it's not that diverse because like hipsters move to the east side. That doesn't make it diverse. That's gentrifying it. Yeah. You know? So it's like people think Austin is so progressive. It's not that progressive. It's not. So, just because I play a lesbian doesn't make me progressive. (laughs) I don't know how to explain that. I just feel that in my heart. I'm like, dang, like... So, how do you feel about... So, with theater and being a black woman in theater, Mm. how do you feel your experience has been? Do you feel like you only get tapped to play black women and things like that? Or roles that are written for a black woman? Or do you feel like you get an equal amount of like roles that the ethnicity doesn't really matter oh I have to think about that I really think in general I would say it depends on the theater because some theaters like we this is a play about the civil rights movement you're black come on in you've done Mm. plenty of shows with us Mm. and so that's like obvious but it's like well which black person will I be or how black do we do you want us to be and then there are times when you do those plays and they're like black it up like this is a church scene. Like, go to church. We want to hear you clapping and agreeing. Mm. And I'm like, is that fake? Like, how? I don't even do that at church. Right. How does that make you feel <laughs> right. when, like, a non-black person is I telling you know. how to be black? I don't know. See, that's the thing about conditioning that I brought up earlier. Because I feel like sometimes I'm like, sure, Massa. I'll do yeah. it. And then later I'm like, I hate that I did that. You yeah. know? I don't know. Yeah. I do that a lot. Even still, I feel that same way. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's also like... Like how you said conditioning, it's one of those things that it's like, well, we don't want to see yeah, difficult, difficult to work with. Because yes, right. I see people difficult and I'm like, uh, just smile right. and look the other way. Right, but us, oh, us basically like telling them that we're not comfortable with how they want us to portray a lived experience. Yes. Uh, we take that as they're going to see it as difficult because that's how they are. Like they'll yeah, be like, well, they don't want to do it how we want them to. So, so we don't have gonna, time for that. We're going to find a replacement yep. or we're going to fire them or never work with them. Yes. Again. And I've seen that happen like in my eyes. Yeah. I've seen people be fired quick because they didn't agree or they didn't like how they sounded. And I've also been an actor working my butt off, working my butt off doing understudies doing all this stuff and then out of nowhere they're like you're not what we want so we're gonna bring in you know I wanna say his name man (laughs) he don't listen but I'm just saying like you know they bring in other people to like replace you and Mm -hmm. you just be like I worked my ass off like I worked so hard for this so I think as an actor like yeah I will play almost any anything but I definitely the older I get and especially now that these two pandemics hit with the race pandemic and okay and the coronavirus I'm thinking now like okay um this is my chance to like at least speak my mind and say I don't feel comfortable with this or I don't like this yeah and one thing about me I don't know if it's just because I'm nice but I've done this recently and people will not take no for an answer Mm -hmm. they just won't or they'd be like, well, we changed the dates around and make, we'll check this out and see if it works. And I'm like, oh, I said no. Like, <laughs> that is so hard for me to, like, un- understand just, why people won't just allow that or accept yeah. that from you. No, it's know. a hard thing to say no to. It is hard. It is I very struggle hard. with that. Trust me, it's hard. And sometimes I'm like, well, I need to check. I'm in a place now where I'm not, like, super desperate for a check. But I was, like, in almost every play in Austin because I was like, 
y'all pay compensation okay sign me up right like i almost did everything because i needed the money or i wanted the experience now i'm like look mm-mm. yeah like and I, i'm a seven on the enneagram <laughs> so like sometimes i'm like oh if i don't do it i might have fear of missing out like i might yeah, have fomo, FOMO. so i don't want to i don't want that so i'm gonna just say yes you know and i'm like my health especially now that I don't have working hands child it's important for me to be like I have to do what I know feels good for me because it's best for you you know and I, I you know corona is like a beautiful it's a sad and beautiful thing because the way that it's made everybody stop and think about things is yeah. like ooh like when would we ever in life have this opportunity you know yeah. if it wasn't for this freaking virus going around right. I mean it's annoying and people are dramatic but at the same time I'm grateful, and I'm also grateful that during this pandemic, I mean, it's sad to see George Floyd pass and Breonna Taylor. It's sad to hear these stories, but I'm also like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, yeah. what are we going to do about all? Because it's, it's more than just, um, these cops do this. It's like, these theaters do this, too. Mm-hmm. These other people do this, too. Like, yeah, it's such a, something that needs to be addressed on all these different, like, Everywhere, like it needs to be addressed. Oh yeah. So I'm especially just in theater. Yes, theater especially. Like I used to be a teacher. I taught at a private Christian school, and it was like Trump Nation there. Mm-hmm. And I even I remember having to like pick the shows for the season, and I'm like, we can't even do hairspray because we got three black people. Yeah. And and even when I did, I think I did the Miracle Worker, and Viney is a character in that show, and she's the one of the maids, you know, mm-hmm. and. I was like, I don't want just. I ended up. She ended up not being black, but I was like, just read the lines. Don't make it like ooh child. Like don't black it up. Just say the parts, you know. Because yeah. as a black actor who was also a director, that was like really eye opening for me. The things that I allowed my actors to do that were racist mm-hmm. or not okay. Like one group, I, they went all the way to like uh, they had like a humorous. Um, humorous duet scene mm-hmm. and it was so racist mm. they ended up getting disqualified um because she said penis but she said it in like an accent it's a christian school christian like competition so they got dm'd you know or you know they had they got disqualified dq'd and i was like low-key like thank god but also mm-hmm. like oh my god i allow that to happen like I let them do that. And they yeah. only did that because I, a black teacher, was like, yeah. But as an actor, I'm like, sure, let's push buttons. Like, let's go over boundaries, you know, because sometimes super racist plays, like, um, are that way for a reason because they wanted to bring out some type of message or something. But this was just racist. They didn't have no... <laughs> there wasn't nothing behind it. Right. Um, but I wonder about that. Like, so my question now is about the PWI um, <laughs> so what is it like like being a black you're a black boy and you're on your sexuality you know yeah, you're black gay queer, black queer and a PWI in Texas Ooh, like how it, okay <laughs> you laugh cause it's kinda like wow what it's are we like, doing it's, it's like that saying being black is dangerous but lit it's like hey okay. I'm out here that's so true and I think about that a lot I'm like how is D cause you you thrive like you're smart and like you're so black like the blackest and I love that like so black like lives, D lives like around the corner like I do it's so awesome P-Ville Lugerville that's what they said oh let's put all the niggas up in uh, <laughs> P-Ville you know but I just I wonder like okay 
what was your college experience like as a black queer actor in Texas in this because TCU is like it's almost a, it's a Christian-esque kind of school yeah. you know yeah they uh, they like to say that the C Christian and TCU is as big or as small as you want it to be but okay, they said that in my school <laughs> I heard that I heard that yeah um, some days it was small as hell right <laughs> some days I didn't have time for that okay and some days it was big as hell I don't know it depends but yeah. yes, okay, sorry. My, no, you're good. My experience, um, well, for those that don't know, uh, I just finished my first year at TCU for, I'm getting oh a uh, degree in musical theater. Yeah. And I start my second year in like two weeks, Ooh, which is crazy. And two not, weeks? Yes, and I'm not ready. Wait, so y'all gonna virtual class it or what? No. Y'all gonna so be going to the... Our, our chancellor, he's trying to get this tuition money. Okay. They're basically being like, you can, um... If you want to, you can not. You can opt to have your classes online oh God, and do um, <laughs> and do uh, like off campus. But since I'm a musical theater major, I'm like majority of my classes are yeah, and that's hard. As so, I say, that's hard yeah. for virtual. So my core class and then some of my like classes that aren't like performance stuff, we're doing online, and then we're kind of doing like a hybrid for the other classes where it's like sometimes we're in person sometimes we're like maybe observing the other half of class on zoom so we're not together okay so yeah that's what we're doing oh man college is so weird in these times (laughs) right it's really crazy how the heck is that supposed to work especially like dance y'all do dance you gotta watch it um, I'm taking well (laughs) well this semester past semester when COVID hit I was in ballet so we were doing ballet oh I hate ballet I cried every day oh I'm so bad at it It and I hated it because I'm a perfectionist (laughs) so I was like I can't I can't do it (laughs) so doing ballet at home was was very interesting but I guess right now they're trying to do because I'll be taking jazz this semester so they're trying to do it in person but they added another class to try and make the class sizes smaller. But do y'all have to take music theory? I have to take that this semester. I cried every day. I'm, I'm, okay, it was I did harder. music theory in high school. I did advanced, like AP Ooh, music theory. Uh-uh. Don't know why I did it because I'm. It was I'm, hard. It's like math for music, yes, and I'm bad yes, at math. Okay. So I'm like, I don't I know. I said, don't be too much numbers. No, so I'm literally terrified oh, I'm because I'm like, that. I cannot do it. And they made it two semesters. It used to be one, but now they're yes, doing that was two my semesters. One. It was just one, and I cried for crying, <clears throat> and the teacher looked at me like... I'm terrified because I don't understand theory. But Man, it's like it starts okay, it's like approachable, and then it just gets harder right. and harder. They start talking about triads and everything. Triads, I'm like, I don't know what that okay, means. Okay, what is this? It sounds like do re mi. What is that? I'm like, I don't Diminished know. Diminished and augmented. I'm like, yeah, I, don't I don't have know. time for that, okay? But, but that's beautiful if you learn that stuff. That's yeah. good because that's like something you can take with you anywhere, especially right. for musical theater. But I grew up in Church of Christ, <laughs> so it was all about harmonizing. Yes, so that's how on. I made it this far in musical theater. Okay? See, I can harmonize, so I'm like, that's exactly. Good. You can pick up the tune and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm like, I can, yes. I can read a little music. Because we black, so <laughs> that come natural, okay? <laughs> that's natural. <sighs> that's the thing. I wonder, like, how how is it? Because that's how it was in my school. A lot of theater. I'm not gonna lie. A lot of college. I'm like, well, I went to college. Like, mm-hmm. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember, but. I think about that all the time and I'm like I think about jazz and how we were the only two black people in that theater department yeah. I remember she called the department chair or she had a meeting in his office it was like we're gonna be in student debt loan debt 
um, we're black. We're both really talented. Like, we want to play more than just the maids. Because I remember we were both maids. It was like four maids. And we were in Jane Eyre's musical, the most boring musical. I remember falling asleep, okay, on stage because that musical was so boring. So dang boring. I said, my spirits rise. <laughs> right on time. I woke up right on time. But I'll never forget that. But after that, Jess was like, what are we going to do? And then they were like, okay, we're going to do Aida. And I said, well, me or you. <laughs> Mahepka or Aida, you know? But she ended up being that. And she's like, you know, she's done Broadway, like yeah. several shows on Broadway. Like, it's so cool that we're friends. Like, she's my dog. Like, I love jazz. And like, yeah. the thing about so that department nice. is that they tried to put us against each other. And mm-hmm. I was younger. So I was kind of like, yeah, maybe she should be my rival. Like, I didn't know how to love her the way that I do now. And I mm. did, but I feel like I was not as kind as I could have been. Yeah, that's what... And I think about that all the time. Like, oh, I hate that. Yeah, I've heard that a lot from alumni from TCU talking about mm. how they used to get pinned against each other. and how, Yes. How, like, a lot of them didn't really talk that much or weren't mm. there for each other. Mm. And now they were, like, starting to be like, you know, I always thought you were so good and stuff like that. That's it's crazy. Jazz told me that. Like, yeah. you stay booked. I'm like, you know? You know that? She's like, yeah. yes, you were always in the show. And I love that, like, but it didn't feel like that at the time. Right, so it's because they pin us against each other. Those directors are and ugly. And the students for, do that. Yeah, and we're fighting for that one serving that role. That one serving spot because they're doing, you know, something white as hell. Exactly. If I want to be Tichuba. Right. But yeah, um, that's how they do it. But so far, my experience, I would say this, my experience was pretty okay my first year. Um, and I will say, a lot of things came to play and my eyes were open since we've been home with COVID and the Black Lives Matter movement with theater and seeing how professors are moving and how things have happened in the past and it kind of my eyes have been opened a lot but um I I really do think overall I've had a pretty good year my class we made history at TCU I believe that for having the biggest class of black people I mean there's seven of us in my class and that seven is a big number seven, for, a, for yeah. a school like that because if we had seven black kids at ACU honey wow yeah we had seven in my class and 14 in the whole department wow see that's yeah. awesome like we know no way yeah there's the senior class that just graduated had three the junior class had two Sophomore class had two, and then my class had seven. We had yeah, four. my class had me and Jen <laughs> the whole four years. That's seen. That's crazy too. It's, it's, it's really crazy. crazy. And then what's even crazier is like we're both so talented, like mm-hmm. two different types of talent. Yeah. But like Jazz is still grinding. I'm still grinding. I mean, I'm not in New York, but like after talking to her, I'm like, why? Like that's where I need to be. You know. Michelle's about to be in New York, y'all. Okay, so. D is too. Y'all better book her before book she me gone. Up. Book because she don't be leaving. Because okay, after this pandemic, child. New York. <laughs> okay. Get her place said, can I sleep on your couch? Can I sleep on your couch? Yeah, that's the thing. Because rent, I'm like, they gonna they gonna loosen it up with rent or what? Cause Hopefully. we struggling. Okay, everybody struggling. Not struggling. Good. Okay. Yeah. Man, yeah. it's been okay. Um, we started 
a group on our campus called Theater TCU Black Excellence. Um, I love it. Let me plug it. You can follow, follow us on Instagram at okay. Theater TCU Black Excellence. At what? Say it again. Uh, Theater TCU Black Excellence. Okay. Um, follow it. Yeah. So we kind of just started that. a group. Um, we wanted to have a safe place for all the black students in our theater department to be able to have each other and, you know, be there for each other when you have issues or That's microaggressions. I wish. Oh, I wish we had that. Like, yeah. Because we could have that for like black students, but like black theater students, that's like a specific it's a whole nother type thing. of outlet. Like yeah. you really are because you're trying to like, because theater is like, uh, ha- half the battle is auditioning. Mm-hmm. It's not even booking it. It's like 80% auditioning. Yeah. 20% like actual doing the work. And like when you're auditioning, you got people telling you no. Yep. Why are you so loud? Why are you so this and that? Can like, you riff for us? Can yeah, you, can, can you, can you riff? Belt? Can if you I have another this? person tell me to sing Amazing Grace, oh, uh, uh, I'm like, and then you sing it and they're like, okay, thank you. That's not what I needed. How are you going to tell it's me? It's like they want you to just do the most when you sing an Amazing Grace, I want man. Your teeth to shake. They show. <laughs> Shaking your teeth, honey. Yelling so loud, them teeth shake. And I need them to understand. Not all black people do that. There no, are, uh-uh. We are multifaceted. There is not yes. a specific type of black. You can't, not all black people belt, not all nope. black people riff, not so all dope. black people have all this soul to do all Amen. of that. Amen. Oh, like, hearing that is like amazing because I felt like that working with Jazz next to Jack and Jazz, she could sing the alphabet, dog. <laughs> I'd be like, A, B, C, D. <laughs> Yeah, can I speak this? I'll be like nervous, you know, working with someone like Jazz. We're just two different vocal people. But it's like, I don't think I can not sing. I just can't sing like Jazz. And that's a thing I feel like with a lot of black people. I'm a like, lot of people in this industry have made black people insecure because if so you don't insecure. if you don't holler like Jennifer Hudson okay. or Fantasia, they're like you can't. And they love to holler. And I'm like that's not what everyone does. I'm the Mary J. Blige of musical theater. I will always say I wish I'm a park and bark. I will park and bark off key or not, but I'm passionate. You gonna know that my heart is in it. My notes may not be there, <laughs> but my heart is gonna be there just like Mary J. I will sidekick with some boots on. Yay. Okay. I love Mary J. I don't yeah. care, but Mary J. She's a diva. She was on BET's or BH1 Queen Divas or something. <laughs> because she's a diva. And that's the thing. I'm just like, I just want that people to be like, man. And I posted some random video mm-hmm. of me singing at the Zilker thing and all these comments. And I don't know. That's the thing. Because you black now. Everybody's like, oh my God. You know, they want right. to show that they love black people because yeah. of the time that we're in. I'm and like, I posted this before and didn't nobody say nothing. And that's another thing. How do you feel with everything going on with Black Lives Matter Ooh. and like non-black people either reaching out to you or non-black people asking you what they can do or oh. non-black theater professionals trying to post that they're so supportive of their black artists and stuff but, but you any not. other time they only really looking at you uh, if it's a black show absolutely. in their season or if they want you to sing at their events because they know you're going to bring in publicity yes. and money okay and man i don't know like at first the first couple of times i'm like yeah sure that's really thoughtful of you to ask me about blackness and then after like a week two weeks three weeks so many people text me to this day i get text messages to this day they're like hey i'm thinking of you 
or what can I do to help you out? Like, my friend's a black therapist, and she, you know, you know, I'm like, oh my God, like, I want you to get off my phone. You and, uh, what's his name? Joe Biden. Yes. <laughs> they texted me. I'm like, I'm done. But I, I'm kind of overwhelmed by it now. Yeah, it's very At first, it was, like, thoughtful. Like, wow, that's thoughtful. But after, mm-hmm. like, the seventh time, I'm like, oh my God, dude, mm-hmm. enough. Enough. Like, I don't know. I don't want people to disregard my talent. I don't want to be like too mean to where they're like, you know what? Let's not call her because she. <laughs> but at the same time, right. and that sucks. Like, that's when you think thing. about it, we can't tell a non-black person like, chill no or chill. shut up. Shut like, <laughs> you're not doing what you preaching because we out here because we out here afraid that like. We're not going to get booked yes. after this pandemic oh because we called God. them out on their stuff. Everything you're saying, that is key because I'm like, that's why I just did a play recently that I did not want to do. I said no three times and mm-hmm. I ended up doing it because I was like, well, you know, what's going to happen when this is over? Like, will anybody call me or will they not regard me because of this? So I did, yeah. you know, even, even black people like. Like, we doing this podcast, and I'm not going to lie, it took me a long time to just, like, agree to do it, because I lost feeling in my hands, and then I was just, I work at, I work at a school now, and it's like, we're there all day, and I be like, yeah. dang, my day through, like, I don't want to party, man, I just want to chill, I be thinking about quitting, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I've only been there for, like, two weeks, I be like, do I want to do this, like, right. because I, now that there's COVID, I'm like, man, theater is just, like, unpredictable, Right. so I don't know if I'm going to get this chance, so part yeah. of me is like, yeah, I'll do this Zoom player, I'll do this rehearsal because yeah, Broadway's closed yeah. until January mm-hmm. at the earliest. Yeah, and I just want the opportunity to like still be able to perform if the chance comes, you know. Right. But I also, I don't know, COVID it really spoiled me though because I really loved getting an unemployment check, doing <laughs> nothing, and now I'm working and I'm like, oh, I hate working, but this is what we've been doing. So yeah. I don't know, like. My nose running. No, <laughs> I'm just thinking about time and life and okay, this was so awesome. Okay, I have uh <laughs> I these black questions. Wait. No, no. Did you okay. do those? I didn't do those, but I was gonna ask you. Um we're gonna take a commercial break and then when we come back I wanna ask you, what are you listening to? What are you reading? And what are you watching, if anything? Okay. We'll be back guys. Thanks for being here this fall. Hey guys, welcome back. Like, thanks for coming back. <laughs> I'm here with D and um we're just going to do what we do with every episode where we talk about what we're listening to, what we're reading, and what we're watching. And then if you hear something that you're, like, interested in, go ahead and, like, Instagram it or, like, Google it and figure it out so you can get it yourself. But, um, okay. So let's start with listening. Is there any, like, jams you're listening to or, like, podcasts? Yes, yes. Whatever. Um, go okay, for it. Okay, so I've currently been obsessed with this guy. They're, he's in a band. It's called Britain and the Sting. 
Britain and the Sting. Britain and the Sting. B R I T T O N and the Sting. Oh. Britain, he he's the um I think he's co-founder and president of Broadway Advocacy Coalition, which is oh like God. basically it's a group of black Broadway artists that came together. Like Tiffany Mann, Ambry Mon, like a whole bunch of them, Adrian Warren, they all came together. Wow. Um, and he has a band, and usually Ambry Mon and Tiffany Mann, you know Tiffany's used to work yes. as Zach. Yes. They like oftentimes sing backup for him, but he has some great music, black queer Broadway artists. He was in Shuffle Along and Be More Chill with Tiffany Mann. And yes. All that. So I've been obsessed with them. Um, Burn is a good song. Okay, Pride Cracks is a good song. Yeah. I've been obsessed with them. Uh, what am I reading? I've been slacking, so I need to really, really get on it. But I'm giving y'all black stuff. Yes, right please. Now. We keep it black. Um, it's a book called All Boys Aren't Blue. It's a memoir by George M. Johnson, a black queer writer. All boys aren't blue? Aren't blue, okay, yes. Right now. It's is it, beautiful. Is, can I listen to it? I don't know. You okay, might be that. able to. I, that's how I read it. But books. I know it's been like, it, he released it like a couple months ago, like I think during quarantine maybe. But it's like a bestseller. Ooh. He has a... Um, he has a deal where he's supposed to produce like a couple more books. You can't listen to it. Oh, good. Listen to it. And he just got signed. Him and Gabrielle Union are doing a show Ooh. based off of, I think, On his Broadway? book. No, it's going to be like a TV series. Oh, okay, okay. Based off of like him and his books about like black and queerness. So your boy trying to get on that so I can yes. be on that show. Oh. And then what I'm watching. Yeah, watching. You watching anything? I'm really late, but me and my mom have been watching it. Little fires everywhere. Okay, I've heard nothing but. Watch like, it. it. Isn't someone black says it's Carrie Washington? Okay. It's so good. It okay, takes place Renee in the Brown 90s. I had them on her yes. podcast, and I was like, I don't know if I want to listen to it because I don't no, watch it. No, it's on Hulu. It's a Hulu like, limited everywhere. series. But okay, it's okay. so good. I think we have like four more episodes, but it's good. It's good. Okay, what is that about? Tell me. It's basically about Carrie Washington's character. She's like an artist, and her and her daughter are kind of like little nomads. They like constantly move around. And then she moves to this city called Shaker Heights, it's like a little suburb, a lot of white people. And Reese Witherspoon is her. Um, I'm gonna watch what it is tonight. Her yeah, they're like her opposite on the okay, show. Okay, I knew Reese Witherspoon was in it. Yeah, and so her, Carrie and Reese are the leads. And it's basically her moving to this new neighborhood. Reese's character, like, leases to them, even though she, her references and stuff are kind of sketchy. Um, Ooh, and so it's basically like, it talks about, like, being black and like being white in like the 90s and it's like you start to find all these secrets and like Carrie's character has all these secrets about her and it's really Does she do the Carrie Washington them face? teeth yeah that's yes <laughs> cause the they teeth? they took a picture of them teeth from oh. the show when that all I went viral I hate everybody doing that cause that cracks me no, I, I see face masks with that <laughs> yes <laughs> no I hate it cause I never noticed it and then like now either. that I'm watching her that's all you see all I see is them teeth and I'm like oh, my friend Jay was uh, she was a stage manager for uh, American Son on Broadway um I love Kerry Washington. So that's awesome. Okay, Little Fires Everywhere is what you're watching. Anything else you're listening to, reading, or watching? Um, 
What else am I watching? That's pretty good. Oh, that's pretty good. I'm trying to think. I feel you know I'm always listening to stuff and watching stuff. Yeah, I know. I know you love Chloe and Hallie. They oh yes, album. Ungodly Hour. Ooh, Chloe that. and Hallie. See, I never listened to them like Listen ever. To them. But I finally did Ungodly Hour because I had a friend text me and was like, yes. "Have you listened to this?" And I said, "No." He's like, "Don't call me unless you listen to oh! it." I said, "Okay." So I played it. I said, oh. Listen to it. They. So good. They're so good. And Chloe produces everything that they really? do. Yeah. Wow. They they are it. Listen to them. Um, juice. Yeah, drink your juice. Your juice. Because you're talking about ungodly hour. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to get my juice. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? Um, I feel like that's. That juice good. That's pretty. I mean, I've been watching a lot of like. I've been starting to get into anime. For real? Stuff. Yes. I watched Cowboy Bebop, which is, is in, like, good? the 90s. I like it. I remember it. Cowboy Bebop. I, yes. I used to watch it, like, not religiously, but I would watch it on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. I love cartoons. I, I love cartoons. That. Like, other episodes, there's a cartoon on Netflix called Midnight Gospel. <laughs> I've seen some I'm obsessed. It's so weird, but, like, yeah. I'm weird. I, just, I love it. It's like a podcast, but animated. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I got HBO Max, so I've been rewatching The Boondocks. Ooh. I love The Boondocks. Love The Boondocks. That's anime, too. Yes. It's from I the people. It. I didn't know, but the people who did the, like, illustrations and stuff, the animation for The Boondocks, the same ones from Avatar. And I was like, what? Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. That's apparently awesome. they are. Wow, dude. I'm learning so much today. Yes. Written in the steam. Chloe and Howley. Okay, got Check it. Check them out. Trust me, I wrote it down, and I'm going to listen back to this. And crack All up. boys are blue, aren't blue. Oh, I got that book. I saved it. And he's supposed to have, like, a couple more books coming out now. He got signed to do some more. Black I love queer. that. This is so it. good. This is this was such a good episode. <laughs> I hope everyone's listening and cracking up like we are. Like, <laughs> this is just fun. Just talk about blackness and theater and random stuff. That's pretty much what we do on this podcast is just it's a summary so it's basically whatever we want to you know summarize for the listeners and <laughs> i feel like i had another question oh uh, i have a black up. question okay oh uh, uh, uh. this is from the game called what is this game black card revoked black card revoked so this is a card game but you have to be black but if you're not black <laughs> you have to be what's up you have to know what's up with blackness right so that you can play this game and this y'all is- got time to be to be known what's okay, up. Okay, you got time, you got time to text me and, right, ask, and me ask us to give you okay. to give you stuff to look at. No, we're no. tired. We're past that uh, We're tired. So what we need you to do is get this game and play this game. <laughs> it's going to teach you all you need to know about black. Okay, uh, here's the question, D. Uh-uh, I'm not going to know it. I don't know if I'm going to... They don't have no answer on this, child. Uh-uh. Okay, it says, if mom caught you doing this while sick... You still had to go to school. Is it okay. A, breathing? <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> Is it B, smiling? C, laughing? Or D, all of the above? All of the above. <laughs> all of the I would above. I have to say, yeah, I agree with you Because if you can that. laugh, you ain't sick. You sure They're going to be like, you can laugh so you can go to school. If you breathe, then you're all right, too. Right. That's hilarious. Oh, this game will have me cry. I want to find the one about the edges. Now, that, <laughs> that card right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, one more. Just don't have answers either. What are you doing? This? I think it might be for like the party to decide. I would say majority rules. Yeah. It says majority rules. Okay. Okay, you know those tax refund checks hit your cousin's account <laughs> when A, 
they get a new outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> B, they get new rims on the car. Mm-hmm. C, they get the latest iPhone. Or D, All they the stop sending iPhone. cash app requests. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I need an E, all of the above. I'm not, see, they don't have no E. Because I would say, I really would agree with all these. We're going we gonna to go with that cash out. Yeah, request. because you don't need to send them if you they got, got your money. They got their money, right. They don't need no money. Or that stimulus. Right. That little stimulus. That was short. I ain't get one of them, child. Oh. Oh, you Being didn't get one? Why did you in college? Yeah. See, see, that's prejudice. Right. We broke Because college too. kids, they are broke and they work hard. They they like learning. They have to buy books and stuff. Literally. Them books be expensive. expensive. Ooh, I remember that. I said, can we, can we find it on Amazon or something cheap? Okay. Okay, this is going to be the last black card revoked question of the night. This is, the category is dating. Okay. How do you know your female friend is done with a relationship? Is it A, she starts going out more? B, she cuts her hair. Lord, is this me? (laughs) C, she starts posting inspirational quotes. Oh my God, this is me. And D, she starts deleting pictures off social media. Oh my god, I did all of these. I literally have done all these. I'm trying. It's. I feel like it's between going out more uh-huh. and deleting pictures. Because when they start posting inspirational quotes, they ain't over it yet. They, they show still not. Post it. That that quote is more for them than anybody right. else. Okay, literally. that's real right there, man. Ooh, I we feel gonna, that. We gonna say. Hmm. Ooh. I'm gonna say they start deleting pictures. I think that's good. No, because I, I feel like you can still yeah, go out and you still up there texting and waiting on them to text and call I you back. I showed that. I deleted, deleted pictures. Two, I deleted two pictures recently, and you know what? I, look, I, I be cheating. I'm a cheating. <laughs> I cheat like it's my job to cheat on somebody, honey. No, I stay cheating. It's not good. Don't be telling people that. Look, hey, uh, edit. No. <laughs> No, it is what it is. And the thing about it is, I tell the pe- the person that I cheated on, I say, hey, I'm about to cheat on you tonight. Stop. If you don't want it, you get out. But they be in it. So something you don't love yourself. That's about you. Mm-mm. It ain't about me. No, not no, that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, this was so good. This was like yeah. longer than I thought it was going to be. Okay, oh my god, I can't wait to like post this. Everybody, please listen, follow us, and crack up, and like love everything. <laughs> and, um, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. They always matter. They will matter. And like, not only that, all black lives matter. All black lives matter. Trans, queer. Trans, queer. Those black lives matter. Black Christians, y'all matter. Um, (laughs) Black gothics, y'all matter. (laughs) Viola Davis and your wigs. They matter. matter. They matter. Coons. Coons. Oh, Coons. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What's her name? What's the coon name? Kanye. Um, October, October, what's her name? Ooh. You know what I'm talking about. She was the one. <laughs> Kanye. Kanye West. It's not Kanye. Listen, y'all, don't vote for Kanye. Don't Please do that. give him some help. He just yeah. gonna split the vote and we gonna be stuck. Kanye West is struggling out here. Don't. I don't know. Some he people need some help. Somebody texted me recently. Speaking of uh, boys, the next boyfriend. I'm like, you must really be looking for something Run to talk away. about. Be bored during quarantine. You gotta be bored texting me like, are you gonna vote this year? No, I'm just gonna stare at you guys vote. What do you think? Of course. And I don't know. I I just I can't do it. I can't vote for Kanye. Like he already made Jesus is born and God is the son or whatever his his albums is called. And I play those enough. I can't vote for the guy. He's with the he's in the sunken place. 
So he he friends with Trump too. They he doing is. that just to split that vote. That's so true. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's true. And his girl wanted to be the um, first lady, like at the church. But <laughs> I'm just saying. No, okay, we done. We done. <laughs> we love y'all. And um, hire us. When hire us. Over. Oh, please hire us. Hire us in non-black roles too, because okay. traditional theater does not mean white. But okay. That's what y'all like to think. That is so real. We can be in Carousel in Even Oklahoma. And he was about to be in Pajama Game. Right. Okay. Oh, not Pajama Game. I hated that show. <laughs> That's just so misogynistic. That's what I'm saying about COVID being like beautiful and brilliant because they was like, you know what? Let's go on and stop this. Okay, I'ma just we can keep talking. I'ma just pause it. Like anyway, (laughs) you know, that's it.